Okay, it's February 18th. Recording from Yerushalayim. Shel Zahav. All right, I'm going to, I guess, pick up where we left off yesterday. Uh, let's see. Today is Kufhet, and we left off at Kuf Zayin Amud Bet. Let me see where. Starting from Amar of Sheshat, which is like uh, 20 lines from the bottom of the page on Kuf Zayin Amud Bet. Sheshat is the last word of the line. Hatoen Tanat Ganab Pikadon. Kevan Sheshalach Boyad Patur. Someone who claims Ta'anat Ganav on a Pikadon, once he misappropriates it, he's going to be Patur. My Ta'ama, what's the reason? Right? He's going to make a Shivu'ah. If he didn't be Sholeach Yado, so then he's going to be Chayav. But if he was Sholeach Yad, he'd be Patur. Because why did Shivu'ah is Lo Shalach Yado? According to Rav Shushan, Right, that in order to be chayav, you had to be sholeach yad. We're talking about the the what do you call it? the the kefa, right? That's what we're talking about over here. So Rav Shishat's opinion is, if you sholach boyad, right, and before you made the shivu'ah, you'd be patur from the kefa. Okay, okay, that's the gemara's uh, statement on Rav Shishat. Gemara challenges. Right? What do you mean? You tell me he's patur from kefil? Well, explain me this. There's three shivuot that he needs to make, says Rabbi Nachman. Number one, shivuah shalom pasha'atiba. I was not negligent. Shivuah shalom shalachtiba yad. Right? I, was, I didn't misappropriate it. Shivuah she'en abirshuti. It's not in my possession. Now, those are the three shivuot. Manah says, my love, shivuah shalom shalachtiba yad. Dumya de shivuah she'en abirshuti. Isn't the middle shivuah about not misappropriating it equal to the shivuah that it's not in my possession? And therefore we'll say, Ma shivuah she'ena bishuti. Ki megalia milta di'ite bishute chayav. If it comes out that he really did have it, um, and he was lying in the shivuah, he's still going to be chayav kefil. So af shivuah shalosh alachti bayad. So too by the shivuah that he didn't misappropriate it. Ki megalia milta that he did shalach bayad, that he did lying, and he misappropriated it, he'd still be chayav. To challenge to you, Rav Shashad, who says if he misappropriated it and then swore, he'd be patur. This one seems to be saying chayav, because the shivu'ah of lo shalachti bayad is dumya de shivu'ah she'ena bershuti. Amalelo, why are you comparing it to the shivu'ah of ena bershuti? Right? Shivu'ah shelo shalach bayad should be dumya to shivu'ah de lo pashati ba. That I wasn't negligent, which is the first shivu'ah. And say it like this. Ma shivu'ah shelo pashati ba, ki migalti amilta de pashaba patur. Right when he swears that he wasn't negligent, when he comes out that he was that he was negligent, he still be patur from kefel because he's not the ganav. Av shivuah shalachti bayad. So too by shivuah shalachti bayad. Kim begalim milta de shalach bayad patur. When it comes out that we find that he did, he's still going to be patur mi kefel, and therefore a chal- no no challenge to Rav uh, Shushat, and he's good. Bay Rami Bar Chama, Mamon hamechayvo kefel. Potro michomesh, or Dilma shivuah mechayvato kefel potro michomesh. I wants to understand. I know that you're not paying kefel and chomesh at the same time. You're not going to be chayav both, right? If you chayav kefel, so then you're not paying any more the chomesh on the shivuah. But if you you potential to be chayav the chomesh without paying kefel, 
So you know you you denied the the claim and you swore falsely. You're going to pay the principal and the and the homish and bring a korban for the full swear, but you're not going to pay kefil. But if you uh, if if you were ganav and you're paying double, you're not going to be paying the chomish. Now the question he wants to know is the mechanics of this, and we'll see what the nafkamina would be. What is it that causes me not to have to pay this extra chomish? Is it the fact that I'm paying kefil, or is the shivuah the false shivuah that caused me to that caused the kefil? Again, is it the kefil itself that I have to make this double payment, or is the shivuah that brought along that caused the kefil, the false shivuah? That's the question. What's the nafkamina? I'm going to tell us right now. I'll read it one more time. Right, the money that I'm paying double, potrom in achomish, or deal with the shivuah that was false, hamehayvat or kefil, potrom in achomish. Hey, chidami says, what, what are you talking about? He says, kegon shetaan taanat ganav v'nishba. So he claimed the, the item was stolen and he swore the hazar v'taan taanat avad. And then he re- goes and he swears again that it was stolen, that it was lost. First he swears stolen, then he swears lost. Ubao edim akamaita. And Edim come on the first one, on the stolen case. And then he was modeh on the Avad case. The Edim come that he was lying on the stolen case. And then he's modeh on the Avad case, that he was lying. My question. Because now that he has to pay Kefel on the first, on the stolen, that the Edim came... It was a modeh, the Edim came, so he's going to pay kefil. Is the fact that he's paying the kefil is what's making him potrom in a homish. And this guy is chayav kefil, so he's not going to pay homish. It's the shivu'ah, false shivu'ah, that, what, that, that caused the kefil would make him pay the homish. And this guy who's paying homish wasn't because of shivu'ah, it's because of the Edim. The second baraita, second shivua, doesn't have a kefil to it, right? He should pay, have to pay chomish on that. That's the question. Okay, because the first one is chayav kefil by the edim. So that's the question. I'll bring you proof. The guy tells where's my ox, you stole it. I didn't take it. I swear. The Amara man, he swears. The Edim are testifying that this guy did steal it. And if he admitted on his own without Edim, he would pay the Chomesh and the Keren and the Asham. In this scenario, Edim would be Kefla, right? Case where the kefil kicked in, and the example of the barata was the edim testified. Hodam it's more right in about hoda ahar edim la. It's only when he was modeh on his own that he's going to pay the chomish. But if he is modeh after the edim had come, he's not going to pay the chomish. Now that's the proof. If you want to hold from the opinion that says the shivuah that caused the kefil would make me patur from the chomish, amai hoda achar edim lo. Why would it be that if, if he was modeh after the edim came, that he would not have to pay the chomish? Michdi, let's take a look. Ha shivuah loka mehayve lekifla. This shivuah that he made didn't cause kefil. Tehayve chomsha. 
it should be chayav in chomesh. And the fact that it's not tells me el alav shmamina mamon I'm havoto mehavo kefel potromina chomesh shmamina. It's not the shivua; it's the money. Once you chayav double, you're not gonna pay chomesh. Look at Rashi. Rashi says. After the first swear, right? After the edim testified that he's a ganav, he admits it. So had he had he admitted afterwards, he's not going to pay the chomish. He's going to pay the kefil, right? But now that on the second one he was more there, the second shivua, the second one is not what caused the kefil. Maybe the second shivua that was false needs a chomish. You can't tell me that he you know, fulfilled the obligation to the Edim with the first swear. We only say that when there's witnesses for the second swear. Right? Okay, tell me I can't pay Chomesh and Kefel. Uh, to the same, but now the question is, what about if I'm paying it to two different people? Right, to the same guy, I can't, maybe that's what we learned up to this point, that there's no Chomish and Kefil. That was the Shmami now we had a minute ago, that there's only Kefil, no Chomish, or Chomish and no Kefil, but not both. Now he's saying, well, is that just because it's the same person? I'm not going to pay to the damaged party both Chomish and Kefil? Betrei Gavre Mai. What if there's two people? The two different people. How, how is that possible? Hey, Chidami, Kigon Shemasar Shoro. He gave his ox to two people to watch together. One guy swore falsely and admitted. The other guy swore falsely also, but Edim testified against him. Now, do we say as follows? Right, that one person is not going to make both payments. That's what Hashem is saying. No, no, to pay the kefil and pay the chomesh. The high, this guy nishalim kefla, let him pay. The high nishalim chomesh. One guy will pay kefil, the other will pay chomesh. The one that they deem testify will pay the kefil. The one that was more there pay chomesh. Or dilma no ilave chad mona kapid rachmana de lo nishalim ale chomesh ve kefla. The achanami chad mona hu teku. Or is it, no, it's not. The problem is that on one principal amount, we can't charge a kefel and a chomish. And this is still one principal amount. And therefore, maybe I don't have to pay. And therefore, we won't charge the chomish and the, and the uh, kefel. says, we don't know. What about a double chomish or a double kefel to the same person? Well, how do you have double chomish or double kefel? Right? He swore that it was lost, then admitted that he lied, then he didn't bring it, he didn't give it back yet, so he closed it again, and he stole into Anat Avad and swore again. Inami, or possibly, two Adim come, and he swore it was stolen, 
and Edim come and he has it. And then he doesn't give it back. And then again he claims it was stolen and he swears and then to Edim come and he still has it. My when Hashem said not to pay the kefil and the homish, is that because you can't have um, you know two types of payments for one principle? But two of the same payments for one principle would be allowed. Or is it just two payments on one principle, no matter what? So two kefels is two payments, right, on one principle as about two kinds of payment, which is one kefel and one chomesh. And therefore, we'll read that one more time. Two types of payments, on one principle, I can't pay two kinds, which is chomesh and kefel. This one is not, it's it's two kefels or it's two chomeshes. And maybe that would be allowed. Can't have two payments for one pay, for one principal balance. I don't care what the payments are for or what kind of payments. These are still two two payments. Says Yosef Alav, plural form of Hamishitav. You could pay multiple chomishes and you could also pay multiple kerens. That it's two different types of payments that the Torah is makpid on, but not two of the same payments. And therefore, two kefels, two, five kefels, you know, whatever number it is that the guy keeps swearing falsely, he would be able to pay them. In addition, he's not going to pay the chomish and the kefel. So the owners gave an object to somebody to watch. And the uh, Shomer apparently didn't have it, claims it was stolen, right? And then he swears that it was stolen, and it was. But he felt bad, as she says, and he paid. And then they found the Ganav. It wasn't him, it was a real Ganav. So the question now gets, who gets the Kefel? Is it the original owner, right? Or is it the Shomer, because he paid the owner for the object? And who gets this Kefel from the Ganav now? Abaye says it belongs to the original owner of the object. It belongs to the Shomer, the one that has the Picadon now because he paid for it. Why? The guy paid for it. Why is the Baal Picadon getting it? It says, no. Because you went, had to go take the. The uh, owner had to take you to Bedin, and you had to swear. So he's not willing to be makne the kefil for you when you paid him. He was a wajaras. You gave me a headache. You took me to Bedin. You should have paid me without the shevua. Rava Amar, no. Okay. Rava says, no, 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 no. That was very nice if he wanted to keep the shevua without paying. But once he paid, the guy's makne the kefil. He knows finished. This guy's off the hook. He paid me back what he owes me. And whatever comes after that, that's now going to go to the shomer. That's what I was opinion. They're arguing in a diuk from Mishnah. They each read from the same location, the same Mishnah. One is Midayek from here, the other one's Midayek from there to come out with their two opinions. Here's the Mishnah. So the guy drops off by his friend, take care of my animal, take care of my utensils, they were stolen or they got lost. Shomer Chinam, right? Shilem v'loratzali shavah. The Shomer Chinam says, you know what? I don't know. I mean, people come complaining. I didn't do a job. He's going to talk bad about me. I'm not, not, I just pays the guy. 
No shivua, no nothing. Takes out his checkbook, writes a check for the deposit. Share amru shomechinam nishba v'yotze. Right? The shomechinam could have sworn if he wanted to. But he didn't want to. He just paid. Okay? Nimtza ganav. We find the ganav now. Mishalim tashlume kefil. He's going to pay double the ganav, right? Tavachu machar. Mishalim tashlume arba'a v'chamisha. He's going to pay four or five. Limi. Limi hu mishalim. Who is he going to pay to? Limi shi pikadon etzlo. Okay? The person who has the pikadon, who's the shomer over here, he paid. What happens now? Nishba v'lor atzal l'shalim. So the Asia case is he just wrote a check without swearing. Nishna continues and says, he swore because he didn't want to pay. Vidim sa ganav. And then we find the ganav. Mishalim tashlume kever. The ganav is going to pay double. Tavachum achar. Mishalim tashlume arba v'chamisha. If he slaughtered, he's going to pay four or five. Lemihu mishalim. Who is going? Who is he going to pay? Lebala pikadon to the owner of the object, not the shomer anymore. Because I didn't got because the uh, the owner of the object didn't get paid from the shomer, so it's his, and therefore he gets the money. Good. Abaye daik meresha. Abayez medayek in the resha to say that the balapikadon gets the object even though I swore and paid. Now the resha of Al Mishnah didn't say anything about swearing. It just said pay and then the uh, shomer gets to keep it. And therefore he's medayek like this. Uh, sorry. That's when he gets the kefel, the shomer. He doesn't want to swear. He writes his checkbook. He doesn't cause any headache for the guy. And therefore, he gets the kefel when they find the ganav. Had he swore, even though he paid, who would he have to pay then in that scenario? To the owner of the object. The only reason the Shomer gets it in the Reisha is because he paid without swearing. Right? If he swore and paid, it wouldn't go to him anymore. It would go to the Baal Pikadon. That's the Diyuk in the Reisha. Rava daik mi Sefa. Rava comes out the opposite because he's midayik from the Sefa. Sefa says the case of Nishba velor atzal shalem. He didn't want to pay at all. He just swore to get off the hook. And then we find the Ganav, so it goes to the Baal Pikadon. Had he paid even with the swear, it goes to the Shomer now, because he, he paid. Right? Only when he swore with only swore without paying, that's when the Baal Pikadon gets it. But if he swore and paid, then it would go to the, to the Shomer. So the one says, very nice, they each have a diuk, but the the opposite is kasher for each one of them. Abaye, who's midayek from the reisha, is kasher sefa. Right? You have a problem with the sefa, because Rava's diuk is good. Amalach Abaye, no. Hachi ketani, I'll tell you to read the sefa. Nishba velorata l'shalem, kodem ha-shivu'ah, el alachal ha-shivu'ah. Right? He swore, and he didn't want to pay before the shivu'ah. Rather, he just decided to pay after the shivu'ah, l'mimishalem, the bala pikadon, because you caused the headache, because you went to go swear first. And therefore, bala pikadon gets it, he's not makneh yudh kefel. L'rava kashya reisha. Rava has a problem with the reisha case, because the inference is that it goes to the bala pikadon, because the case of the reisha is that you pay without swearing. Amalecha rava hachi ketane, I'll tell you what it says over there. Shilem v'rolatso la'amod b'shivu'ato. What it means over there is that he paid... And because what he didn't want, he had previously swore already, and it says he paid because he doesn't want to stand behind the shivua anymore. Meaning he feels bad about the shivua. He feels the guy's out money. He doesn't want to. I don't care if I swore. I'm paying anyway. Ela shilem, and therefore he paid, and therefore lemi shalem, lemi shapikadon Period. Right, and therefore each one of them is still standing. They can each explain the other part of the mishnah that would fit with their explanation. 
תבעו בעלים לשומר. ונשבע והוכר הגנב. תבעו בעלים to the shomer, the shomer swears, he's off the hook, והוכר הגנב, and the ganav, now we know who he is. תבעו שומר. And now the shomer goes after the ganav. Okay? So first of all, remember what happened. The Ba'alim went to the, to the Shomer, and he's off the hook now because he swore. And then the Shomer, who's off the hook, goes to the Ganav, and the Ganav is Modeh. Okay? And then, that what? That he th- that he stole it. And he's not going to pay careful because Modeh, Modeh, Beknas Patur, right? And then, Teva'uhu Ba'alim. Then the owners come along, right? And they say, we got to pay. The Kafar. Instead of being Modeh, He's kofer. So he's modet to the shomer, kofer to the ba'alim. And then what happens? Hevi'oedim. The ba'alim bring witnesses because they know that he has it because he was modet already to the shomer. So the shomer tell them and they come, they find the witnesses that saw the guy steal, so the guy still has it. And therefore, now the question is as follows. Since he was modet first to the shomer before being denying to the ba'alim and then the ba'alim bringing edim, he was first to modet. Well, the modeh was to the shomer, and the shomer technically was out of the picture because the shomer already swore to release his uh, his obligations. So, is that uh, admission given by the ganav a valid admission to be poterim from the knas or not? That's the question. Rava says, well, it depends. If the the Gana, the sorry the shomer swore truthfully when he said stolen, right? Then gana shomer. He would be the gana would be put patur with the admission to the shomer. But if the shomer, why now? Why is that? Because we know that if the baalim accepted the shomer's claim that it was stolen, so that means they trust the shomer. Right, and therefore, when the shomer goes back to get this item from the ganav, and he makes tana against him, we're okay. The baalim are okay with the shomer getting it back to their possession, and therefore, the shomer is still in this picture, because they would be okay the baalim if the shomer kept the object still, because you know they they know he's going to bring it back to them, and therefore, when the ganav is more dead to him, he's more dead to a party of this to, to this someone that's involved in this transaction, a party of the transaction, the shomer, and therefore, it's a valid hodaah and to be patur. But in b'sheker nishpa, if the shomer lied, and therefore anan sahadeh that the, the baalim don't trust the shomer because he's lying, okay, and therefore when that happens, he's totally out of the picture. And he swore he's not going to pay, but he swear was a lie. So the, the uh, baalim don't trust this guy, and therefore when he goes to make a claim against the ganav, the baalim don't want the object in the shomer's hands because he's a liar, and therefore lonif tara ganav shomer because he's not a party. To this transaction anymore, the shomer, and therefore they would the ganav would have to pick it. By Rava, Amad lishava b'sheker v'lo nichuhu mahu tiku. What happens if the shomer was about to swear, but the rabbi the betin stopped him? Now, what would you say in that scenario? After that, the ganav is, who was modet or not modet? I mean, who was modet to the shomer? Do we say it's a valid odah or not? The Gemara says tiku. Rav kana matnehachi. He learned it the way we just learned it. Rav tevyume matnehachi. He learned it the following way. Bairava, Nishbala Sheker Mahu, Tiku. Right? What happens if the guy swore falsely? We don't know. Okay. Tevo Balim la Shomer Vishilim. The Balim come to the Shomer and he pays. Vihukara Ganav. Right? And then we find the Ganav. Tevau Balim to the Ganav Vihoda. 
תבעו שומר וכיפר והביא עדים, נפטר הודעה, גנב בהודעת בעלים או לא. Again, case is as follows. It's the inverse of the prior case. Instead of being מודה to the שומר, the גנב is now מודה to the בעלים. So the case was that they תבעו בעלים לשומר and he paid. Right? Where's my object? It was stolen. He says, I don't want to swear. Here's the money. We find the גנב. And who goes after the גנב? The בעלים already got paid from the שומר. והודה. He admits to the בעלים. תבעו שומר, right? Then the שומר goes after this גנב. וחיפר. And he denies it. והביא אדים. The שומר brings אדים. Says the גמרא, נפטר גנב בהודעת בעלים? או לא? Is the ganav going to be patur? Because it's modet to the edim and to the baalim. Or again, are they no longer a party because they got paid? Can the shomer say, since you got paid, you're not a party to this transaction anymore, and the hoda'ah of the ganav to you is a zero? Or dilma, or maybe matzi amri le the baalim yishonim can tell the shomer, ki eichi de'at avat lan milta, just like you did something good for us, you paid. Right? Because we want to do good for you too. Because we're going after the Ganav. Because you were nice to us. You paid, but you didn't have to. And therefore, We'll take what's ours, and you take what's yours, and everybody will be happy. And therefore, maybe, the, since they are still maybe a, a, temp, uh, a party to the transaction, the Hoda'a the of the Ganav should be valid to the original Ba'alim, and let them off the hook of the Kefel, says the Gemara. Now the only way to have Nigneva Be'ones, Rashi, Tosafot, everyone agree, we're talking about Listim Mizuyan. So it was a mugging with an armed robbery. Okay? That's Nigneva Be'ones, which even the Shomer Sachar is going to be patur for that. Okay? So it says, We know who the guy is, we found him. Amar Abaye, Im Shomer Chinamhu, Okay, if he's a Shomer Chinam, he has an option to either go after the Ganav or to swear and let him off the hook. If he's a Shomer Sachar, he, he has to pay the Ba'alim and go after the Ganav. He doesn't have the right to swear. Shomer Chinam can swear and let the Ba'alim go after the Ganav. And... Or he can, uh, or he can pay and go after the ganav himself. It's his option. The shomer sachar, according to this so far, does not have the option of swearing to become patur. Even though again, shomer sachar is patur from this type of honest of, of theft, he doesn't have the right to swear and be patur. Rather, he has to pay and then go after the ganav. That's what it says. Rava Amar no Rabbi says, no, no, no. The, even the Shomer Chinam, we're not letting him swear and go, off the, uh, go get off the hook. The Shomer Chinam will pay the theft and then go after the Ganav himself. Okay? And the same thing for the Shomer Sachar. According to Rava, if the object was stolen and we know who the Ganav is, the Shomer has to pay and we make the Shomer go after the Ganav. Don't matter Shomer Chinam, don't matter Shomer Sachar. The one says, Me'lema peliga adiravuna baravin. Shall we say that Rava is Cholek on Ravuna Baravin? Dishalach Ravuna Baravin. Nigneva Be'ones. Right? It was stolen. Be'ones, again, the steam is Uyan. Ve'ukaraganav. And we know who he is. We found him. Im Shomechinam hu. Ratsa. Ose imodin. Ratsa nishba. He can have a choice. 
He can do din or he can be swearing. Now, not against Rabbah, because Rabbah says he has to, he has to, he has to pay, right? He has to do din. Therefore, it sounds like against Rabbah. In other, the case over here was that the Shomer had already sworn. Okay? And that's why he can't do din, he already swore. And I says, what do you mean? It says openly, he had a choice. That's what it means. Right? He has an option. I mean, he, he was he was kadam v'nishpah, and then his option is: Do you want to stay behind that swear and continue to be patur, or do you want to just pay, or right, or you want to go after the ganav? Okay. And therefore, it's still not a challenge to me. Fine. Rabba zute ba'ile hachi. He asked the question as follows: Nigneivab be'onis ve'chazira ganav be'bet shomer umeta be'pshia mahu. The object was stolen, right? Again, be honest, which means l'stim mezuyan. And then the Ganav brought it back. But where did he take it back? The place where he took it from. Where was that? Shomer's house. Umeta bipshia. And then the Shomer was a poshaya. He was negligent and the animal died. Mao. Do we say, since the Azrak was stolen and it was a valid honest? So then, therefore, the Shomer is off the hook now, and so when he brings it back, he doesn't have an obligation to watch it anymore, so he can't be chayav for being for negligence. Once it was returned, so his sort of his Shemirah is reincarnated, and therefore he would be responsible for negligence. Says, Amen.